It's Litopia Daily, the web's first daily bulletin about writing and publishing. And now, here's Peter Cox. Good morning, it's Peter, and I'm delighted to say one more time we have John Simopoulos here with us to talk about books that matter. Hello, John. Good, good morning. I mean, you seem very chipper. May I, dare I ask, how are you? Um, nope. No, all right. <laughs> we'll move swiftly on. <laughs> now, today we're talking about an Egyptian novelist, aren't we? What's his name and what has he done? His name is Mafuz. That's his um, surname. I um, don't particularly want to let myself loose on his first name in case I have the pronunciation wrong. But yeah. now that I've said I think I may have it wrong, uh, you won't be so angry. Naguib or Nagib. Sounds reasonable to me. Mafuz. Yeah. A very long-lived writer. Um, got the, um, the uh, Nobel Prize in his 80s, and what he's best known for in the non-Arab world is an epic, a three-volume epic, which um, the the first uh, volume of it is called Palace Walk, the second is called Palace of Desire, and the third is called Sugar Street. Now, I'm going to do something slightly outrageous here. I'm really uh, putting this in front of you, this obviously very great, very long, uh, very demanding, very exciting, very memorable book in order that you should read another book. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you what that is until um, you've been kind enough to let me have my little say about the trilogy that I've just mentioned. It strikes me that many great um, epics, I don't mean epics in the sense of uh, sort of people riding on white horses as to war, but... Um, Epics in the social sense, like John Galsworthy, for instance, the the um, the, um, the Foresight Saga, yep, um, are fundamentally flawed. Take, for instance, John Galsworthy's Foresight Saga, which some people think is absolutely wonderful. They uh, if it turned up on television every week, they'd listen to it every week. I can't stand it um, because the people, apart from having irritating sort of middle-class Hampstead-y first names, um, what are they thinking about? Well, what's worrying them? What's getting at them? Their wills, their friends' wills, their aunts' wills. Yes. Well. That's, that's not great stuff. And now I shall be even more um, outrageous. Proust, yes, um, we all know about the sentences running, off for, running on for three pages. But do you really have to, uh, to, to read 
20 pages about the um, memories which the smell of a rather second-class baker's biscuit called a Madeleine happens to give you? Um, I think not. Uh, I can take Jane Austen, not that I'm taking her exactly as, a, as, a, as an epic, but if you take the, the, the oeuvre, um, which many people do, of Jane Austen as being a thing in itself, mm. um, uh, it is like an epic. Um, a friend of mine in Oxford who um, was a revolutionary and wonderful um, philosopher and wrote extremely well, which is uh, un practically unknown now. There's one or two oddballs in America uh, write a philosophy as though it were meant to be re read with some degree of enjoyment. But uh, that's hardly so in England. But Gilbert Ryle wrote extremely well. And um, I asked him once, do you, uh, do, do, do you read any novels, Professor Ryle? Yes, he answered crisply. All six of them, once a year. <laughs> and um, so back to Jane Austen then. What's it all about? I, you're going to have about 60 pages before she'll have managed to pack her bonnet and... and uh, get the horses ready and and uh, this, that and the other. And where's she going? Oh, about four or five fields away. Um, uh, what's what's bothering them? What's, um, what's the real issue? Very largely, whether you're going to marry, if you're a girl, if you're going to marry um, somebody who's got what used to be called a competence, of so many hundred a year, instead of having to end your life as a governess. Um, it's not, the, the, the subject matter isn't great enough. Uh, go back to the Greeks, and it is. I mean, in Antigone, for instance, my God, it matters. Um, do I risk death by standing up for my brother, or do I stand up for the king, because he is the king? Uh, that's, that's real stuff. Anyhow, back to Mafuz now. The, all the people in it, every single one of them, to some extent or another, are repulsive. They are awful. I would not want to have a cup of coffee with them, however good the coffee. They're terrible. The main character, who is a shopkeeper, um, uh, whom... Mafuz delineates without any spite, but without um, uh, uh, pussyfooting in any way, is a monster, nothing less than a monster. He goes to bed with the same uh, uh, loose woman that his own son goes to bed with. When his son rapes one of the uh, servants, he sends the servant off um, back to the some appalling desert or wherever it is that she came from, as though it were her fault, because he was a great big ox of a man, the son, and so for that matter was the father. When he goes to Port Said uh, to buy some stuff for his shop, 
his little son, aged about nine, persuades the mother to go out round, literally round the block, the main point being to go to a place of pilgrimage, religious pilgrimage, Islamic pilgrimage. When he finds that this is so, he is so furious because she is not meant to leave the house, she's meant to stay in the house, um, that he sends her back to her mother mm. for about nine months. Absolutely appalling people. So, now I come to my little bombshell. Do read it if you've got the stomach for it. Um, it is very good. You will understand a lot, uh, and it won't be very nice what you understand about Islamic society. But if you want a shorter version, read something by an entirely different author, also Egyptian, and it is called The Yakubian Building. Oh, yeah. The Yakubian Building, and it's by Allah al-Aswani. Mm. And he's a dentist, and I can only say that if he's as good at pulling out teeth and filling them as he is at writing a novel, I think I really might go to Cairo for my next dental appointment. Yes. It is a marvellous book. It is panoramic. It is very hard-hitting. It is much more graphic, much, much more graphic and more disturbing than a very good film, uh, English, uh, um, English language version, than a very good film that has been made of it. Mm. But it will give you uh, the, uh, the taste, the feeling of the hip hypocrisy and the corruption uh, endemic in society, mm -hmm. in Egypt, and I dare say, in a great many other places. I am not being uh, Islamophobic. Um, if Mahfouz and Al-Azwani had written about uh, what went on in Spain, or England, or America, I would be equally strong um, and equally uh, admiring let of me just, their work. Let me just ask you one question about this. So, Mahfouz, I think that's a fascinating comparison, by the way, because it's a very contemporary book of which I think many people will have heard, The Yacoubian Building. Um, but as far as Mahfouz is concerned, um, not widely known, I don't think, to most Western readers, although, as you say, he did win the Nobel Prize for Literature, um, a book populated by pretty unpleasant characters. So... We're talking about a, a trilogy here, and reading three books is, is quite a commitment as far as any reader is concerned. What is it about him and his writing that really got under your skin, that made you want to read all three books and turn each page? Story well told, and is there no limit to the hypocrisy and the cruelty and the blindness of these people? Mm. The answer is, no, there isn't. Mm. And the characters jump off the page. Oh, yes. Mm. Clearly. Well, again, John, we're very much in your... Uh, you are in our debt. Have I got it right? You're in our debt. We're in your debt. We are in your debt for 
bringing Mufu's to our attention today. And I want to thank you very much for that. For another spirited champion, actually, of an author, again, of whom many people will not have heard. And we very much look forward to hearing what you're going to be talking about next. Thank you. Catch Litopia Daily five days a week from www.litopia.com.